Hello and welcome to the GameWave Podcast. My name's Joe Allen. And my name's Michael Cook. And this is the GameWave Podcast where we hope to bring you the best in original video game style music. Everything we play on the show is inspired by video games in some way. The first track you just heard was Mr. Solid by Tempest. Thought we'd bring you in there with some smooth, funky C64 grooves. Mike's making a wave motion with his hands. Game wave. That's what we like to bring. Linking it all in. Linking it all in. Yeah. Joe, what have you been doing in the past week? Hmm. Um, Friday. Went out for a friend's birthday, didn't we? Did we? (laughs) My memory, I'm getting old. That's how good a birthday, you know, bash it was. Mike can't remember. But I'm sure you'll be able to remember the most ultimate, bestest present that could have ever been given. The um, a Mr. Potato Head. Oh, it wasn't just a Mr. Potato Head. It was Mr. Potato Head of Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Mr. It? Potato Head. Yeah. Yeah, like, we were just out with our friend, whose birthday it was, and she was like, mm. oh, look what my friend bought me. And, um... We oh. just stared at it. <laughs> we, we didn't look, we stared. We stared for about an hour. She'd gone. <laughs> she left it on the table and we just sat there, like, marvelling at it. We just sat there stroking it. It was just Again. wicked. Marvelling. <laughs> linking it all in linking it that's <laughs> wicked yeah it's like come on Mr Potato Head it's, it's a, I don't get it how does it work it's a pretty I know how does it get how is it so good it's no a, physically how do you push things is it made out of a real potato have you never handled the Mr Potato no, Head never oh, I've only seen them on no Toy Story way. well basically it's just like a plastic toy and it's it's got all different body parts like eyes nose and it's got holes in so you can just exchange them and arrange oh, them in so you can't weird. put them in Wherever you want. Please. Yeah, you can do what you want. Yeah, but it's got holes in it, so that's fixed positions. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no freedom. There's some constraints. Where's the creativity? Yeah. I suppose you wouldn't be much of a, a very good Spider-Man with that sort of physique. No, he kind of lacks lower body. Everything. Yeah, just lower <laughs> <Organs>. body. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think he'd be more of a plummeting superhero. Speaking of Mr. Potato Head, that Toy Story is a class film. Oh, Toy Story is wicked. Toy Story 3 coming out in a few years' time, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I like Toy Story 1 better than 2. I, oh, 2 way better. Someone quoted... To, is, there, is there a bit in Toy Story 2 when someone says, I am your father, you know, mm. like the bad guy? It's got Star Wars references. Who? I'm sure someone told me the other day and quoted that and uh, in because some other film had made reference to it and they thought that was the original. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's from Star Wars. <laughs> You're hanging around with the wrong people. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh dear. So what what's been going on in the life oh. of Mike? No, um, yeah, you know that Toy Story film. Hmm. Um, did I tell you I, I watched this program and um, they like analysed the film Toy Story using this supercomputer, and uh, it's like the best film in the world because it's got all the right balance of romance and. You don't need a computer to tell you that. No, you don't. Yeah, like oh, that Picasso thing. When he go when all his Mr. Potato Head body parts go go all awry, and it, and he says, you know, look, I'm Picasso, and I didn't get it for ages. Yeah, there's just like a, a level of child humour, and then there's you know the adult level. Because the kids are laughing just because it's all jumbled up. Mm, that's the genius. I actually wrote a post about Toy Story on my blog. If you don't know, I keep a blog, and write about various things. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. Do you write just about Toy Story? No, unfortunately, no. Alright, I think I'm going to start a blog and just write about it. That would be really good, actually. <laughs> it would. Anyway, what have you been up to? Well, mainly I've um, n- not been 
getting ill, as in trying not to get ill, as in I'm actually ill but pretending that I'm not. As you can probably tell, my voice is a bit stuffy and doesn't sound too good, but, you know. That's strange, because the weather's been pretty good lately. Mm, yeah. I really like the sunshine, but it gives me migraines. Mm, so, that's a shame. Yeah, but, you know, press on, don't you? Yeah. Can't grumble. <laughs> now, the weather's been, like, making me really happy lately, which is strange, because I thought that only happened to old people. No. You know, like, they go, oh, look at the weather. It's oh, lovely it's today. Nice today. But it does, it, like, it just makes you want to, you know... Get out there and, you know, do stuff. Do you mean old people's emotions are governed by the weather? Yeah. It is cold, so I am sad. Oh, it's nice, so I'm happy today. <laughs> you do a good old person. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying. I'm practising for when I'm old. <laughs> you know, you got to get it, get it sorted out early. While you're young, like... Okay, now we have a track called The Climb by The Twilight Division, and coming up after this we have the listener emails. So we only got one email actually this week, so it should be the listener email section. Although email is a plural word in itself, so there you go. Anyway, we got email a, is a singular word. Yeah, but you can say I got 
ten email. You can't. Really <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, what you can say, like you know, I'm just going to check my email. You don't say I'm going to check my emails. Yeah, you do. Unless you just. Unless you're lonely. Sudden, yeah, you want to inject some excitement into your parents' lives by cutting off the last letters of words. Parents' lives. Well, you're obviously going to be living with your parents if you're that dull. <laughs> Who cuts off the ends of words? But they did it with fish and sheep. That's not cutting the end. Cutting the end off the word word would be I have one sheep, but I have many sheep, <laughs> wouldn't it? No one says that. Anyway, we got one email this week from Anthony of Game Music for All. Do you want to read it out, Mike? Yeah, it says, "Hey guys, this is Anthony from Game Music for All. I heard on episode twenty-five that you had no clue what your iTunes reviews were from America, so I decided to get some captures of them and send them over." send them over to you folks enjoy and he's got some links to some pictures that um, are as he's just described and then he says my review of it is under Gino Boost pretty stellar reviews if I do say so myself also wanted to let you know that you can check out the latest news on the music EXP comp that Spheres of Chaos and many other co- are contributing to in our latest blog on GM4A's MySpace or check it out on our site and then it gives a link uh, keep up the great work. Over twenty-five episodes, and you're still amazing, Anthony. So yeah, I think Anthony sent this email before we um, figured out how to trick iTunes and read our US reviews. But thanks, um, it's the thought that counts. And yeah, Spheres of Chaos, the band that Mike and I are in, along with many other awesome VGM artists, are going to be part of the Music EXP comp is being put together by Game Music for All. Yeah, there's going to be some really good um, bands such as uh, Year 200X, um, Player 2, there's going to be The Code and Alfonso. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. I'll put a link in the show notes and we'll probably mention it when it comes out, which I think is in June. So, that'll be cool. I was a bit confused then reading that email because um, I wasn't sure whether I should read out the, the, like, the hyperlinks out loud. You know, well, we don't normally. We don't normally, but it would be quite funny. <laughs> it wouldn't. I wouldn't sing it, I'd just say it, sorry. Well, singing that would be fun, but... It was more of a rap, actually. Come on, rock me out a beat and I'll rap. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Earl. Oh, we're not hip-hop. We can't do that. We're not hip-hop. We're anything we want to be. <laughs> so you want a beat? I suppose I do play the drum. HTML <laughs> rap band. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right, okay, here we go. Page2.com forward slash forward forward slash forward slash JTM forward slash GM forward slash. take a drum solo? Yeah. That was actually pretty good. That was scarily good. I'm sure, like, someone out there would, um. They'll sample that and use it on their album. Yeah. And they'll get famous and we'll have to sue them, I think. Okay. Alright. So we better start saving for a lawyer. Anyway. If you want to send us an email, send to contact at gamewavepodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Okay, now we have two tracks in a row. The first of which is Shin by Stu. 
and his song is from the SNDH archive, and it's uh, like an Atari sort of song. An Atari sort of song. It is an Atari song. Well, it's made using an Atari. It's sort of an Atari song. An Atari sort of song. Okay, just take out the word sort. It is an Atari song.
That groovy little number you heard there was Dragon Bump by Desert Planet. <laughs> that groovy little number? You sound like you're describing a woman. <laughs> Is that what you say to girls when you're chatting them up? Hey, you groovy little number. <laughs> that's really seedy. But that song was proper Atari. Atari? Yeah. No, it wasn't Atari. No, it was proper Atari. I decided it's actually an adjective that means badass. Oh, that's wicked. Proper Atari. Let's popularise it. Okay. And if you like Desert Planet, they're going to start a tour of Germany and Switzerland pretty soon on May the 10th. It'd be pretty cool to see those guys. Their website will be in the show notes. I remembered another thing that I did in the past week. And uh, last weekend I went to the British Unicycle Convention. Oh, yeah. I think it was the 14th British Unicycle Convention. How was it? That was fantastic. It was really good. So if there's any listeners that are like street or trials unicyclists, then uh, you might be interested. Yeah, because you and your brother are pretty into unicycling, aren't you? Yeah, my brother entered the uh, championships and uh, I think he must have got about fifth place or something. It's pretty cool. I could have entered it. (laughs) Why didn't you? Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel like competing. But I would have done alright, actually. Mm. Cool. Next up we have a track by an artist called Robot Goes Here and he sent me a message and he says if you like electro slash punk slash loud and crazy video game music you might enjoy my music and it is pretty cool the track we're going to play Seeing Green is from his release The Bite Is In My Blood and you can find that over at his website Um, again there'll be a link in the show notes so this is Seeing Green by Robot Goes Here
You'll never guess what I did yesterday. I turned it off. What are you referring to? My NES. If you don't know, Mike takes to leaving his Nintendo on for long period, shall we say. Well, put it this way, I like completing Mario 3. and uh, Repetitively. Repetitively. and But I also like, you know, having a break now and again. And that might last for a week or two. And I can't just... You know, I can't be turning it off all the time, can and I? And you can't save games, because it's, it's a NES. It's a NES. It is indeed a NES. So, uh, yeah, I turned it off. It's been on for about a month. That's crazy. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't blown up, but then I'm kind of not, because it is a Nintendo, and they're kind of pretty much indestructible. It just, yeah, it just proves how, um, what superior technology was available back then. I bet if you left a more modern console on for that length of time, you know, something had Next Blow. box 360. Yeah. Oh, its graphics card would be corrupted or something. Like Alex's. Yeah. It's broken. My NES doesn't have any graphics cards to be worried about. Those powerful 8-bit graphics. <laughs> they stand the test of time. They stood my test of time. Which you prefer, Gears of War or Mario 3? Don't even ask me such a stupid question. No, no, I've got a uh, Duck Hunt or... Gears of War, yeah. Again, it's kind of similar. Silly question. Kind of similar. My brother plays Gears of War like incessantly. It seems to be, you know, what the kids are doing these days, just playing Xbox Live. Well, I was talking um, to my friend today about um, Alex and how he plays Gears of War all the time. And uh, if you think about it, you kind of you feel like you're saving the world. So you can understand why you play it a lot. What you feel like you're saving the world whilst playing Gears of War. Yeah, you feel like the fate of the world is on your shoulders and the only way to save it is to play the game. Hmm. That, you know, in other people's eyes. Not in mine. I feel the same way about Mario 3. I think, oh no, the princess! <laughs> um, I suppose you do have some kind of emotional attachment, but... Hmm. Hmm. Now a small piece of news. Um, Anna Managuchi were recently featured on MTV.com which is quite quite cool um, a section of the site called the G-Hole which looks like a video kind of diary blog of events um, featured the Blip Festival which Anna, which Anna Managuchi were part of but we can't actually watch the video because we'd be vi- violating US copyright laws yeah that's exactly what it said when we tried to play so it's impossible for us to watch So, and all know. we wanted to see was our good, our good American friends MTV that's what you get it's just shocking. They're censoring good music from the rest of the world. I don't think it's right. They're being selfish. They're being more than selfish. They're being racist. So if anyone wants to watch the video and describe it for us, um, you can send us a commentary. That would be pretty cool. The next song is Red Moon by Lutin, the Game Boy artist from Canada. Coming up after this track, we have the website of the week section.
And now it's time for the website of the week section. Now this week's website of the week is one which we talked about last episode. It's the website of Captain S. The new adventures of Captain S. Yeah, and I never really got that. Why was it always, you know, the new adventures? I suppose it was just, if you had an old TV series and you wanted to make sure that everyone knew this one was new. Maybe? Yeah. Well, I've, I've searched the internet up and down for the old adventures of Captain S and I can't find it. <laughs> I have actually searched. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think they did it with Scooby-Doo because like, they had just like normal average Scooby-Doo and then Scooby-Doo, they they made a new series and they were like, this is the new adventures of Scooby-Doo just to differentiate. And they did it with Doug, didn't they? Oh yeah, when it moved to Disney. Brand spanking new That dog. was a travesty because mm. Nickelodeon, miles better. Yeah, no. The theme tune and everything, they destroyed it. Well, it was okay. It was still Doug, but it just wasn't quite the same. Yeah. Well, anyway, the fact that we've thought about this in so much detail shows um, how much we like the new adventures of Captain S. And I've just got to say, it's fantastic. Well, like I mentioned on the last episode, I've only seen the first of the first show of Captain S. So much of this is going to be you, Mike. Yeah, well, I've seen all the episodes, apart from um, it's now on the ninth episode, and um, I only just noticed um, a few minutes ago that they've released the ninth episode, and oh, you wouldn't believe how excited I am to like, to run home after the podcast and watch the ninth episode. I thought it was... I'm pretty sure it's released. they release an episode every two Fridays, fortnightly, and um, but it's not Friday... Well, do you want to just give a background of what Captain S is for those who don't quite know? Well, there's a quote on the website. I'm not sure if it's um, an accurate quote, but it says it's from Stuttering Craig from ScrewAttack.com that says, You've taken Captain N and Saved by the Bell and created a smorgasbord of radness. And that pretty much actually sums it up. I'm sure most of the listeners have watched Captain N back in the day. I'm sure. Yeah, and it's just, you know, the Sega version, not a cartoon, and not made by a big TV studio. But it's pretty funny, nevertheless. I like it better, actually. I mean, Captain N was a bit, a bit, um, shaky. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't top, top quality, um, even for such a kind of famous and big cartoon. But yeah, this, this Captain S is just really hilarious from start to finish yeah. loads of you know geek and video game references I think um, that self confessingly I think I am Captain S I honestly believe that I am Captain S you do look a bit like the guy but you just need a white and blue um, jacket like he has I just desperately want one of those but you can't get them anywhere have you ever seen a jacket like that Apart from on Saved by the Bell. Only in my dreams. Well, that's a bit strange. Yeah, there's um. So Captain S is the good guy who like plays the Mega. Uh, sorry, the Genesis, or the Mega Drive in Europe. And um, there's like this bad guy, who plays, um, you know, uses the NES, to um, you do his evil little plans, and. Uh, well, I won't tell you the story of it because there's some really interesting like issues that it covers. <laughs> Um, in some of the later episodes, real life issues or what? yeah, real life issues about friendship and uh, you know, fighting and forgiveness and things like that. You can watch this program and learn all moral values from it. 
I mean, in the first episode, he says that friendship is more important than than any Genesis game. I think he says that. Well, he's lying then, isn't he? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. Friends are very important. I mean, Sonic 2 was really good. So that's saying quite a lot. Oh, and yeah, oh, it's really good. Like, um, they've started selling um, a t-shirt now and a poster. Um, and you can get them both for only $20, so I'm going to definitely order those if they'll ship them across. That's wicked. And oh, and the t-shirt says, everything gets the kick, which um, you'd have to watch it to understand that. I, I feel like I'm Captain S sometimes, and... Uh, I think you have kind of, you know, opened my mind once again to the possibilities of Sega, though. Because you, you're always playing, like, Sega tunes enough. Mm. You know, I used to be, like, purely Nintendo, I guess, but, you know, I'm getting my Sega thing going again. Yeah, I'm quite a... Uh, I mean, NES is brilliant and stuff, but there's something about the Sega Genesis. Yeah, just the graphics and the sound, you know. One word. Blast processing. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> and on that note, we shall end this section. If you want to check out Captain S, then head on over to www.pbc-productions.com forward slash Captain S forward slash main dot html. If you didn't catch that, the link will be in the show notes, or you can just go onto Google and search for um, the new adventures of Captain S. Well, I'm sure our listeners are savvy enough to um, figure that out for themselves. I just like to cover all grounds. Okay. Coming up now we have a track called Cave of the Heart by Sliver, who's a NES artist that I really enjoy listening to. He kind of has his own sound, as many chiptune artists do. This is Cave of the Heart by Sliver.
If you didn't know, the Game Wave podcast, along with the VGM Midcast and some other podcasts, is part of the Betamod Radio family, which is a site which kind of gathers together podcasts on electronic and video game style music. Um, and a new podcast that has been added to um, the repertoire is one called... Stop saying repertoire, like... it's the second time you've said it today. Well, what's so bad about saying words twice? It reminds me of abattoir. You said abattoir three times today. <laughs> Just carry on. I'm not happy, but carry on. Repertoir. <laughs> I said it, you didn't notice, did you? I noticed. I'm just not lowering myself. Okay. So, yeah, a new podcast that's been added is called Into the Score. It's a podcast that analyses um, the musical value of video game music in a sort of classical way. I just want to say that the the main page of the website looks very, very snazzy. And, uh, but, well, we've noticed that they're sort of cheating a little bit, I just want to say. Because the top few lines of text is actually part of the picture, if you care to. That probably means nothing to the listeners unless they're actually on, on the website. Well, it means something to me. I thought they'd use some really nice CSS code then, and they haven't. They've just used a picture, but it is seamless. So. They have been sneaky, but it's none of our concern. It is not, no. I think it's a really great idea, and I haven't listened to any of these shows yet, but I think I downloaded one, and it'll be... um. Slapped on my iPod as soon as possible. Or other generic MP3 device. So head on over to the Betamod Radio site, betamodradio.com, and there'll be links and MP3s of the Into the Score podcast. And now we've got two songs in a row, the first of which is Fighting for Control by Rushjet One. This is from Rushjet One's new album, out there, recently released through 8bitpeoples.com. As usual, it's free. And Rushjet One's music is always really... Sexy. <laughs> well, that as well. But it's always pretty good, you know, to dance to, and it's just good music. So you can download that. And I'd actually like to dedicate this song to my good friend Chris from uni. He listens to the podcast, and he's a fan of Rushjet One. So, you know, this is the first dedication we've ever had on the Game of Podcast. And I'd just like to say, hey Chris, from Mike.
song was Spooky Loop by 8-Bit Betty from the album Too Bleep to Blop. That's an artist we haven't played for a while on the show 8-Bit Betty. I think the music on this week's show has been of an extremely high quality. Yeah, I agree as well. So I hope you enjoyed all the music on show today. I think it's been quite a special show. It's the 27th episode and I've been thinking very hard um, to try and find some significance. Not you and your numbers. I've been trying to find a degree of significance to 27, but I can't. 
No, there's no need to sigh. I, I honestly think that 27 is a very dull number. Not once this podcast is released. The interpretation of the number 27 will change forever. It's what we'll tell our grandchildren. They'll be like, Grandad, why, why did I get the number 27 tattooed on my head at birth? <laughs> and I don't know why I said that in an American accent. Oh, actually, um, 7 minus 2 is 5, 7 squared is 49, 49 add 5 is 54, and 54 is twice 27. So there is actually some meaning to the fact that we are recording in episode 27. Well, that's very, very poor and complicated. And oh, it's just so low. Does it mean anything? No. no. Maybe the 27th of a month. February. What? How many days are in February? 28, usually. Isn't it? 20... What's it 27 then? No Did month. anything good ever happen on the 27th of a month? Probably not. Well, oh, it's just rubbish. It's letting the numbers down. All the other numbers are laughing at it. But not anymore. Not now that this episode's been released. Not anymore. We're about to change number history forever. Yeah. Have you seen that program, Look Around You? What, that kind of 60s um, educational video 60s, Mickey take? 70s. 70s, 80s then. maybe. <laughs> not 60s. Anyway, go on. Yeah, there was this episode about um, numbers and like they were saying, hmm, what is the largest number? And there was this old man and he went, hmm, a million? <laughs> it was really funny. I think I've seen that episode actually. And it like said a million on the screen and they were like, are there even larger numbers? And it said a million and one, the question mark. <laughs> That's a good show, that look around you. Good fun. A number wang. <laughs> That's his number wang. <laughs> Do you want to play number wang? I don't get the rules. There's no... Just... I'll, I know the rules. You just play. One. Twenty-four. One. Sixty-two. One. Eight. One. <laughs> Isn't that cheating? No. Oh. This is a boring game. Keep Five. Going. One. Twenty-three. One. One. That, that's number one. Oh yes, I get it. <laughs> it's complicated, isn't it? <laughs> oh man. Well, there you go. That's good. That's my anecdote for the day. Yeah, we're coming towards the end of the show now. We've played nine tracks. One track left. And in the style of the VGM Megacast. Hey Joe, do you want to give us the contact information? I sure do. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. Um... Our website is www.gamewavepodcast.com. Our email address is contact at gamewavepodcast.com. And you can visit our MySpace page at myspace.com forward slash gamewavepodcast. And you can always leave us an iTunes review. Five stars, please. That would be swell. I don't like the word swell because it makes me think of things swelling up, which isn't very often a good thing, is it? Well, it depends what's swelling. Well, if it's body parts, it's usually bad. But, you know, certain things wouldn't happen if certain body parts didn't swell. That's true. If your um, veins and arteries didn't dilate, then um, when it was really hot weather, you'd get really hot. So, um, that, yeah. Mm, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. The last song is Thrash by Vert. Vert's a really kind of well-known and respected chiptune artist. He has a really crazy style. 
on his most recent album, FX3. Uh, he also has some wicked album art, but he has a kind of prog rock metal style thing going on. And this is no exception. This is Thrash by Vert. Thanks for listening. This has been episode 27. See ya. See you soon.